Entrepreneur on Fire 576. John Lee Dumas is here with your daily dose of inspiring entrepreneurs. Welcome to Entrepreneur on Fire and prepare to ignite. What I love about audiobooks.com is their free sampling. You can preview as many books as you like before you even sign up. Get started today with a free book by going to audiobooks.com slash fire. Design projects can get really expensive really fast. Start your next design project for as little as $199. Plus, visit 99designs.com slash fire and get a $99 power pack of services for free. Okay, Fire Nation, let's get started. I am simply thrilled to introduce my guest today, Patrick LaHue. Patrick, are you prepared to ignite? I am. Let's do this. Yes. Patrick has been his own boss the large majority of his career. Inspired the unique opportunity presented by Kickstarter, Patrick set out to invent something. Little did he know that the next 20 days would not only change his life, but also that of his kids. Given our listeners just a little overview, Patrick, so take a minute. Tell us about you personally, because we want to get to know you, then give us an overview of your business. Like you mentioned, I've been an entrepreneur most of my life. Uh, I'm a pretty passionate guy. I I do a lot of things in life for the experience of doing them. So I'm. Some people label me as getting a bit extreme with my hobbies. Uh, I go through lots of them, and one day I was in between jobs, uh, and I just it was a Monday. I discovered Kickstarter, and that evening I was like, "This the Pebble Watch had just been funded." I was like, "Oh my god, I got to do something on Kickstarter. This thing's awesome." And, um, on the Tuesday I sat down and by the end of the day, Tuesday, I came up with this idea for uh, a bottle cutter. And, uh, from the day I had the idea to the day I actually launched my Kickstarter campaign is, was only 20 days in there. I built a prototype, filmed a video, cut some bottles, applied for patents. Uh, it was, it was, it was a crazy 20 days. So can we talk about those 20 days real quick, Patrick? Can we talk about the actual creation of that aha moment that you had for that bottle cutting idea? I mean, where did that come from? That second day, that Tuesday, um, I was pretty determined to not leave my house until I at least had one idea. And I actually came up with three, but two of them required software, hardware. And while that was my background, those were six-month projects. And I felt like I just wanted to do something much quicker. I was perusing some YouTube videos and it came across a video of people cutting bottles using a string and acetone and lighting it on fire. And I thought, wow, cool that you can cut bottles that way, but we got to be able to do better than that. (laughs) And that's kind of where it came from. Well, that's inspiring because Fire Nation, sometimes you just got to browse. You just got to kind of surf the internet. You got to be inspired by what others are doing or in Patrick's case, what others were doing pretty poorly. I mean, this is just a great life lesson, a great entrepreneurial lesson. And Patrick, you've heard the show. You know we're going to do a deep dive into your journey. But before we do, we always start Entrepreneur on Fire Off with a success quote because we really want to get that fire ignited. We really want to get that motivational ball rolling. So, Patrick, take it away. So, I've got lots of favorite quotes, um, but one of them that's been kind of ringing true these days is a quote by Wayne Gretzky that says, uh, you always miss 100% of the shots you don't take. And I just feel like people just need to try more things. Uh, and I feel too that 
the more I, I, I develop products and I see Kickstarter campaigns, um, it's a lot of times not so much about the quality of the idea, but the quality of the execution or the pitch. And uh, why not practice your execution on all these ideas that you do have? And then maybe someday when you have that really great idea, you'll have practiced so much that your execution will be perfect. I love that. Execution is so critical in Fire Nation. Perception is every single time reality for so many situations, especially for entrepreneurs. So Patrick, let's now do this. Let's take the spotlight and let's focus it on your journey as an entrepreneur. You've you know, been your own boss for the large majority of your life. I mean, you've had many different ventures. You know, this latest venture, you know, cropped up because you were between jobs. You were between, between entrepreneurial ventures. So Talk to us about a time in your journey, Patrick, when you failed, when you just fell flat on your face, when you had these trials and tribulations. I mean, obviously, this Kickstarter campaign worked out. We're going to dive into that, but we don't go from success to success to success. We want to hear about the failures, too. So tell us that story, Patrick. Take us down to the ground level. Tell us that moment in time when you failed. So this whole Kickstarter thing happened uh, less than two years ago, and you know I've done a second one since then, and my life's been really crazy. But throughout that time, as amazing as all that journey was, um, I had some pretty bad hardships in my personal life, and um, there was a time when you know I was riddled with anxiety, and things were kind of spiraling in this downward spiral, and it wasn't like while on the professional side things were going amazing, but my personal life was not doing so great. And one, I remember one morning I, I kind of reflected on just this crazy state I was in and I, it kind of just dawned on me that all of my unhappiness and all of my anxiety were, was rooted in fears that weren't actually even real. They were fears I had kind of made up in my head. So at that point I decided, look, I, I can't continue to do this. Uh, fear is obviously in the way of uh, me getting to where I need to be. So I started making a list of fears that I needed to tackle as soon as possible. Um, and one of the big fears I had was, so I had, I had, I've been playing guitar on and off, you know, a large part of my life. And uh, one, of the, one of the big fears I had was actually singing in public. I was like, I, you know, I would rather do anything else in the world, probably be in a knife fight before doing that. Like, <laughs> well, Patrick, the number one phobia in the world is public speaking. And obviously, singing in public is a very similar activity. So you're not alone, my friends. Wow, right? So I was like, okay, how am I going to tackle this fear? So I I went out, I took, uh, within two weeks, I took four vocal lessons. Uh, and then I started doing open mic nights at bars. And I tell you, that first night, I'm sure people thought, who's this guy? He's having a stroke. Someone call an ambulance. Uh, I'm sweating up there. Between songs. Like, it was insane. And But what I learned is, you know, half an hour goes by. I did about six songs. Um, and since then, I've done about half a dozen of them. And singing and playing guitar has become one of my favorite pastime activities. And it really dawns on me that I would never even have known this activity if I had not been able to push through that fear. Uh, so now I, I, I actively look for fears and lean up against them until they become comfortable and then I move to the next. So Patrick, I'm right now standing at my desk here in Pacific Beach right on Sail Bay. I'm actually looking across this Sail Bay to where Mission Beach is, which is 
randomly where you are right now on a little holiday. It's an amazing place. It's an amazing place. I'm probably actually staring at the house that we're recording this, (laughs) that you're recording this in right now. And it's, it's just funny how, you know, just two days ago, I was interviewing somebody from Australia. And now I'm interviewing somebody that I could pretty much take a baseball and probably throw and hit where they're staying right now. And, and why I'm kind of asking this is because are you going to be performing anywhere in Mission Beach in the next couple of days? No. So um, I, I'm in the area because uh, the weather back home is really not great. <laughs> and I thought I need to, my job is so automated and it's on the net that I can pretty much do it from anywhere. So I thought, well, why not do it from a place like San Diego? Monday was a pretty amazing day, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, you know, I've been here almost two months now and it, it's, it's been, it's been an amazing two months. <laughs> um, and I actually leave in a couple days. Um, I'm pretty sad about that, but spring has kind of sprung back home. So I think I missed the worst of it. And I'll definitely be back. It's an amazing place. Good timing, Patrick. And let's boil it down from that, you know, phobia experience that you had of being in front of people singing. You know, you were terrified of that. But guess what? The more and more you did, the more comfortable you got. I mean, Fire Nation, go back and listen to my first interviews on this episode on Entrepreneur on Fire. You know, that I'm now at episode 577. But episodes 1 through 50, man, I was terrified. I was like a deer in headlights. I was robotic. I was inexperienced. That's just how it is. And, you know, Patrick went through the same thing. You know, if you want to be, do. So Patrick did it. And now it's one of his favorite pastimes. So Fire Nation, what's something that you want to do? And yes, it might scare you, but do it. And Patrick, boil it down for us. What's one takeaway you want Fire Nation walking away with from this experience? On this whole thing about, you know, stepping outside your comfort zone, um, the crazy thing is before I did this Kickstarter, I was pretty introverted and I remember filming it. And then the person who showed it to me and I was like, wow, <laughs> I can't do this HD close up on my face, put this out on the web. I'm like, wow, I had never like videoed myself, nothing like that. And, and I, I came right to the point where I was like, oh, you know what? I'm probably just not going to do this. It was, it was terrifying. And then that night I was uh, just going through Facebook and, I saw this post and it was just this blank piece of paper had a little circle in the bottom and it said your comfort zone. And then on the other side of the paper, it said where all the magic happens. And it really just clicked into me because I felt like right there, I had been living in my comfort zone for my entire professional career. And I had pretty much exhausted every opportunity that I was comfortable with. And it was really like, okay, am I okay with what I've done? Because I don't think I'm going to be doing anything else. And that's really when it clicked. I was like, I just got to try this. I'll put it out there. I'll see what happens. And it changed my life. That's powerful. That's a powerful image in Fire Nation. If you can just picture, you know, this little dot that just says your comfort zone and then everything else around it, it says, you know, where the magic happens. And it's so true. Both Patrick, myself, almost every single entrepreneur I've had on this show over the last 20 months, they've shared that same having to battle their comfort zones to get out to actually create that magic. And another theme that keeps cropping up, Patrick, that you do that I think is really cool for Fire Nation to hear is that, you know, you're a browser, you were checking, you know, YouTube videos, Kickstarter campaigns, you know, things on Facebook, but you weren't just doing it, you know, to consume it, you were doing it to learn, to get inspiration, you were looking for those takeaways within all of these things and then applying them to your life. So Fire Nation, it's all out there, the click of a button, just focus on the right things. 
the internet's quite the amazing and it's probably the, I mean, it's got to be the best invention ever because it just the whole world is there and it's how you perceive it right you can either you can troll youtube all day and be entertained or you can take something else away from it so so patrick let's focus now on the other end of the spectrum let's talk about you your journey and aha moment that you had tell us about that idea that story of how that idea came to be and, of course, the steps you took, Patrick, to turn that idea into success. Before I, I did the Kickstarter, um, I've had several businesses and they were all tech-related. I had an ISP, I had a software company developing apps, and it was never really anything tangible. Um, and I realize now, looking back, that all those businesses, while they were great, I thought way too small. I was thinking locally even, you know, within Canada, which is not a big population. I just never really thought globally. I didn't think it was, I thought it was too difficult. Um, but being on Kickstarter, it, uh, I used to think Kickstarter was this great thing to get the money, but it really, the money is just a, a bonus. Um, the exposure you get, uh, the people you meet, uh, being on Kickstarter, I was, people from China reached out to me. And, uh, I was not going to have this stuff made in China. I, I, I didn't even know where to begin with that The task of researching that or even getting into that was much too daunting. So I was just going to naively, I was going to build the stuff in my garage and I'll get some students. I was so naive. I look back now, I'm like, wow, that would have never worked. Patrick, ignorance can be bliss sometimes. Yeah, I, well, I, I think it can be, um, but being on Kickstarter, uh, some some pretty great people in the world reached out to me and said, hey, we can help you with this. And it, it really, uh, it took a steep learning curve and just flattened it right out for me. So Patrick, share with us some specifics. Share with us the actual build up to the Kickstarter campaign, what you actually think you did right. Share with us some actual numbers that happened throughout those Kickstarter campaigns. And then of course, end with how this changed your kid's life too. The funny thing is when I when I did the Kickstarter for me, it was just another hobby. Um, it was never to do the Kickstarter to make a business out of it. It was to do the Kickstarter to get a Kickstarter badge. I've done a Kickstarter. It was just to see what it felt like to do a Kickstarter. And uh, I did the Kickstarter. I got on there and, you know, I was like, okay, now what? No one's pledging. Uh, what do I do now? <laughs> really not thinking about anything. Like, okay, so now what? So I started reaching out to blogs. And I got what was your initial goal, Patrick, to reach? Um, so 75000 Wow. So what made you choose such an audacious number? Well, in my mind, I didn't even think it was audacious because Pebble just got millions of dollars, right? I thought this Kickstarter thing, you just put whatever you want on there. It was, I was so naive. <laughs> um, and so, and the other thing too, when I, when I was working back to costs and figuring out what I actually needed, I was going to have um, the large majority of these products built in the U.S. where the cost was much greater. And that's oh. kind of what I needed to, to kind of get things going. And, uh, that's when people from China started, an American who, who has a business that reached out to me, he says, why are you asking for so much money? I'm like, I don't know. That's, that's what I figure I need. He's like, no, no, you don't need this. Um, but you know, it was, uh, I, I spent, a, it was a 30 day campaign and I spent every day of that 30 days reaching out to blogs and I had never even reached out to blogs. I didn't even know how to ask them. So I was just humble. They weren't canned responses. It was a personal letter to every one of these people. Look, I'm new to this. Here's my Kickstarter. Take a look at it. If you like it and you want to feature it, it'd be great if you have any questions. And I would, I would send out about 50 a day um, for 30 solid days. And of those 50, I'd be lucky if I get one pickup. But 
you know, I get, I get a strategic pickup, which was a blog that was feeding other blogs or something like that. And, you know, over time it grew and I ended up raising uh, just over 80,000. Wow. So you just did get to that 80,000 mark. And because if in Kickstarter, if you don't get there, you lose it all, Patrick. Yeah. And what's funny is even then I was like, okay, uh, I got this money. I'm going to fulfill the rewards and I'm going to move on to something else. I really had no intention of, you know, trying to sell this everywhere. And so I started building and I think the time from my end of the Kickstarter to the time I actually delivered was about four months. Um, and during those four months, I had a store that was just taking pre-orders and I took another quarter million dollars worth of pre-orders. Wow. So I was over $300,000 now. No one had physically held this thing. No one had reviewed it. I was like, holy smokes, like this is crazy. And um, I had actually, in those four months, I had taken another job. <laughs> I ended up quitting that job and like, that's it. I, here we go. You went all in. And this is kind of what I want to focus on, Patrick, real quick. You did one thing that was incredibly powerful. It's that Stephen Pressfield attitude of do the work. You got up every single day and you emailed 50 potential bloggers. You reached out. You were scared. You took no after no after no. 98% of people told you no flat out, but Patrick, you kept doing it. And all you needed was that first spark to light that bonfire, literally. Share with Fire Nation maybe one other thing that you really think contributed to your success during that Kickstarter campaign. Timing helped. I, I, the idea that I had come up with, I felt, was the timing was great because, you know, upcycling is the new recycling. So timing is good, you know, because we listen, we all need luck and luck is involved with everything. You know, luck is where effort meets opportunity. So, you know, you were putting in the effort, the opportunity was there and yeah, you got a little lucky, but Patrick, what were some actual things that you did? Like that was gold sharing that you were emailing 50 blogs a day, despite receiving 49 rejections, you were still doing it for 30 straight days. What are some other things you did? So another thing I did was every person that would pledge. I would write them a thank you, a personal thank you, and I would ask them to just share it with their friends. And uh, and, and I think that was a big part of it. Just I felt like I had formed this connection with all my backers. That's huge. You were creating a community. You were creating virality. You were saying, you know what? I appreciate you. And you were reaching out individually. That person's like, wow, this person really cares. They must be passionate. And then maybe over dinner, you know, maybe on the bus when they're going to work, who knows? Maybe that comes up because that was an act of kindness that you did. And sometimes, Fire Nation, that's all it takes. And what I want to ask you, Patrick, because obviously this has been a really proud situation for you overall. But drill down to the moment. What is the proudest entrepreneurial moment you've experienced? There's this moment that, you know, it was maybe about a year ago and it was a Saturday night and I have an app on my phone and I check my sales and it was a regular day. I think I had sold like a thousand dollars that day and um, I was going out with some friends and we went out and uh, Saturday night we had a great time, probably drank a little too much and Woke up the next day, it was Sunday around 11 o'clock, and I flip open my phone, and I looked, and I had sold like over $10,000 through that night. And it just, this light bulb went off on my head, I was like, wow, okay, I just had the most amazing night with my friends, and I just made more money than I would have made last month working every single day. And it really just reset what was possible, and then I started digging in, like, where did this money come from? And it was all overseas. Like the, my product's been sold in over 50 countries. It's blowing up in the Philippines. It's huge in Mexico. 
it's just um it that's when it really clicked that the world is so much more connected than people think there's potential and opportunity everywhere um and i think it's just putting yourself out there and, and taking a piece of it magical and i love how you shared that moment i mean i felt like i was there with you when you woke up you know that morning grabbed your phone and saw ten thousand dollars in sales i mean that's exciting for any entrepreneur on any level so fire nation take these words heed them absorb them apply them to your life and your mentality and most of all your mindset and patrick Let's bring things to current times. Let's talk about today because obviously that was about a year ago and a lot of exciting things have happened since then. Share with Fire Nation one thing that has you fired up right now. What's ha- what has me fired up now is that um, I now know that because I've done this once, I've done another Kickstarter since then. It was successful. I have one going on now. I have a third one. I have three more on the coming. It's... Now that I see this model, even if this entire bottle cutting thing fell apart, I would just pick it up with something else and just push it through. It's, 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 a, it's pretty powerful once you, you get that confidence that it, you can just do it. Um, and I think it comes with some successes, but uh, no, that, for me, that's the big thing is uh, now that I've done it, um, I can feel like I can repeat it tomorrow and then again the, day, the next day. When are you going to do a Kickstarter campaign about a Kickstarter product? How to successfully run a Kickstarter campaign? I just love that synergy. But Patrick, so often that that just seems to happen, and it's happened so often with us in Entrepreneur on Fire. I mean, I launched a podcast, Patrick, never thinking that I was going to be like a guru at podcasting or teaching other people how to podcast. And now we have Podcasters Paradise with over eight hundred members and having done over five hundred thousand dollars in sales in the last five months. And now we have Webinar on Fire. Where I teach people how to create, present, and convert their webinar because we had such success selling Podcasters Paradise on live webinars. So you see how things happen, Fire Nation. You get led from one example to the next, You know, just picking up knowledge, information, skills, and ideas along the way. And Patrick, before we dive into the lightning rounds, let's thank our sponsors. I often talk about taking that entrepreneurial leap, the things you need to do to get started. At 99designs, you can quickly get the designs you need in the beginning. A logo, website design, social media images. Oh, and have you considered email marketing yet? Email may seem like Twitter's older, less attractive sister, yet surprisingly, it remains one of the most cost-effective channels to connect with your audience all around the world. It can efficiently hit a huge audience and produce quick results. When done right, of course. Do you need an eye-catching email for your next campaign? The community at 99designs can create a custom design just for you. For just $299, you'll get about 20 designs to choose from, and your happiness is 100% guaranteed. What if you could start your next design project today and have dozens of designs to choose from in just seven days? You can. Visit 99designs.com slash fire and get a $99 power pack of services for free. Do you enjoy consuming audio content? Great offer alert. Audiobooks.com is giving away a free audiobook when you sign up. No strings attached. Audiobooks are one of my favorite things in the entire world because they allow you to listen to great content instantly no matter where you are. All you have to do is download audiobooks to your Apple or Android device for offline listening or stream them instantly. 
If you're not a fan of listening to audio on your smartphone, you can log into audiobooks.com and stream straight from your PC or tablet too. Audiobooks.com has an extensive library with more than 40,000 titles, including bestsellers, new releases, and all of your business favorites like the 4-Hour Workweek and Art of the Start. They also offer membership benefits like an audiobook every month plus 33% off each additional title you listen to. Why wait? Get your first book for free today by signing up at audiobooks.com slash fire. And Patrick, we've now reached my favorite part of the show, the lightning round, where you get to share incredible resources and mind-blowing answers. Sound like a plan? Let's do it. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? It was myself. Uh, and I say that because um, I always tell people there's a big difference be- between Uh, believing you can do something and knowing you can do something. And once you have enough victories that turns that belief into knowing all the obstacles just disappear. Um, And now that I know it feels like I can do anything. Love that. What is the best advice Patrick you've ever received? So this is, I got this from, you know, one of my first real jobs, uh, a great guy. And I was introverted at the time. And he says, you know what? Um, we was sales. He says, just put yourself out there. And if someone asks you something you do, you really don't know, just have the courage to admit that you don't know it. Don't try to pretend. Don't try. Just be yourself. And I've tried to stick true with that. Patrick, share one of your personal habits besides randomly surfing the internet <laughs> that you believe contributes to your success. So, um, I, I try to do a little something every day to, to push forward this, this engine that I've got. Um, and now that I have, because the type of business I have, it's highly automated. It gives me free time. And what it's done is it's allowed me to do activities every day that really feed my passion for other things, whether it's music or arts. And when I get to do one of those activities, I feel super energized to push other things forward. Uh, so now I'm always trying to balance how much of those personal activities do I do versus, uh, pushing forward some of the the business things. And, so far, I've been able to find a pretty good balance, and it's it's pretty amazing. Patrick, share an internet resource like an Evernote that you're just in love with. You can share with our listeners. I think connecting with people uh, is where some of the best ideas are born. And back in my home city, Meetup is it exists, but it's not really utilized, so you don't get an opportunity. When I came here for two months, I just jumped on Meetup, and this is how I ended up doing a podcast with you through someone through someone. And, um, yeah, just get out there, find like-minded people and and just connect. And that's where I think the best ideas are born. Well, Fire Nation, you can find the links to this resource and everything that we've been chatting about in today's episode at eofire.com slash Patrick LaHue. Patrick, if you could recommend just one book for our listeners, what would it be? There's so many amazing books out there, but the one that I've owned for a little while, and I actually own the audio version as well, um, it's a book by Bill Bryson called A Short History of Nearly Everything. And it's not a really a book about business, but it highlights some of the biggest entrepreneurs, the most creative people in all the history of men. Um, and it's just, it shows, it gives a great description of where they were, they saw a problem, how they figured it out. Uh, and it's, it's just something I go back to all the time. Well, Fire Nation, I know you love audio, so if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audiobook 
just like this one for free at eofirebook.com. That's eofirebook.com. And Patrick, this next question's the last of the lightning round, but it's a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have, your food and shelter taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. You've just woken up, comprehended all of this, walked outside, yawns, the sun is shining. What do you do now? Go and get a job in, in a coffee shop or a bar and just start connecting with people. Uh, and I feel that from there, an opportunity would definitely present itself. Well, Patrick, your story is truly inspiring. Going from browsing Kickstarter, browsing YouTube videos, browsing Facebook, to being inspired to creating a company that now allows you the passive income to come to Mission Beach for a couple months when it's cold up in Canada to pursue other passions and inspirations that you have. So let's end this phenomenal interview by you giving Fire Nation one parting piece of guidance, sharing the best way that we can find you, and then we'll say goodbye. Put yourself out there, try things, and connect with people. Uh, I think that's the best thing we can all do. And from there, uh, um, opportunities will present themselves. Uh, and to get a hold of me, uh, bottlecutting.com. Um, you can email me through there. And one of the things I actually do is, uh, as a form of giving back, I'm, I get people who contact me every day about Kickstarter. Hey, how do you do it? Can I get some advice? I can't speak with all of them and I find email is not a good medium for that. So once a week, and I've been doing this for about a year now, once a week I pick one and I Skype with them for about three hours. And I've met some amazing people who have gone on to do some amazing, a guy who's a sales guy at Best Buy turns around and makes a million dollars next year. Like some great stories. And now I have this tight group of connections out there and we're all doing the same thing and we get to bounce stuff off each other. It's, it's a great community. Wow, well, Patrick... Be careful what you wish for because Fire Nation are full of action-taking entrepreneurs. And they're also well aware they can find the links to everything that we've been talking about in today's episode by going to eofire.com, typing Patrick in the search bar, and his show notes page will pop right up, Fire Nation. And Patrick, thank you for being so generous with your time, your expertise, and experience. Fire Nation salutes you, and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thanks. Fire Nation. Every design on the Squarespace all-in-one platform automatically includes a unique mobile experience that matches the overall style of your site, so your content will look great on every device, every time. This is huge. The last time I checked out our stats, over half of our website visits came from a mobile device. What are you waiting for? Squarespace makes it fast and easy to create your own professional website or online portfolio. For a free trial and 10% off, go to squarespace.com, use offer code FIRE. Thank you so much for joining us today on Entrepreneur on Fire. Head on over to eofire.com for full recaps of every show, our amazing blog articles and resources, and just plain fun. Your entrepreneurial journey awaits, so prepare to ignite. 